hands are ashy. All right, let's do this. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 53 of How, How Married, Married Are You? Are you? So we're the Henrys. We're here. Um, we have, we are a family of six. Yeah, six. Four kids, married nine years. Um, we have a parent channel called Belief in Fatherhood, mm-hmm. um, where we kind of share a little bit of our life. A lot of it. I know. I was being yeah. facetious, mm-hmm. if that's the right word. Um, yeah. And so... That's who we are. Yeah, we're officially back. We've been on break for quite some time. And so we post on YouTube, on the channel called Belief in Fatherhood on Wednesdays and Mondays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And then we post on How Married Are You on Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, I'm Thursdays. Tuesdays and, and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So um, because we have that Belief in Fatherhood channel, we're going to do this thing called Chocolate Baby Story Time. So now it's Chocolate Baby Story Time. Okay. And babe, so what is your... Uh, Title of your story time. It's kind of sad. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I've been having a hard time, and I don't know if I can speak for the both of us, but I feel like it's a, a mutual experience. <clears throat> but, and maybe some of you guys know how it feels too, but sometimes it's just easier to connect with some kids than it is with your other kids. And yeah. right now, I'm finding it hard to connect with Theo as easily as easily as I am able to connect with my other kids and find points of interest and just spend good old quality time with them. And so um, tonight, so anyway, so I said all that to say that Theo and I have not necessarily been vibing in a way that I would want to. Like, I kind of, <laughs> it's strange, but I kind of blame his like energy in this to a certain extent. I'm kind of like, man, you're killing the vibe. Like he just kind of kills the vibe. And so a lot of the times I'll be like, hey, can you go spend some time in your room until you can get it back together? Mm-hmm. And so tonight I was in the room with Anaya and she was having um, an incident and that I was trying to attend to. <laughs> and he was in the room with us and I forgot what exactly he was doing, but I was like, Theo, can you please leave? (laughs) Like, can you go to your room? Mm. And he's like, you're always sending me away. And it (sighs) broke my heart. It just broke my heart. Yeah. I was like, dang. Because I knew he was truth. Like he was telling the truth. Like lately I've been sending him to just readjust his attitude or whatever. And so, I don't know. I'm sharing that chocolate baby story time. It's not very exciting, but it's just where we're at right now. Like I am having troubles here. Yeah. And I don't think I'm having the best connection with him either. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's like, it's gotta be on some like soul searching mm-hmm. kind of stuff because right now I like, I can, I can describe each child with one word except for him. Mm. you know and so um you know he's like being disobedient in certain areas mm-hmm. and like acting out and i just feel like whatever i do is not enough you know what i'm saying and like even tonight when we were wrestling playing around and like he was like 
you know, being aggressive toward his sister. So I brought that same energy to him and he like freaked out like category like nine, like spaz and was like started to suffocate and hyperventilate because I was I was holding his arm. And it was like, we always wrestle, we always play. But Theo's the kind of kid that can dish it but can't take it. Like, he wants to hit you and run. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, Mm -hmm. sneak attack you from behind and stuff like that. Um, And I'm just like, bro, if you're going to cry, just just go cry. Don't, don't like, wrestle. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be a part. You know what I'm saying? Like, just watch. You know what I'm saying? But like... Don't like start try to cry all of a sudden and be like all like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, it's like he's doing a really good job right now at playing the victim. I don't know if you recall like tonight we were all sitting in the living room, and it turned out that the five of us were sitting on the couch and Theo was not sitting on the couch, and then he goes, "We need a bigger couch," and I was like, "Huh?" And then he goes, "Because we can't all fit on there." Yeah, we always always fit on. We all always fit on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, but he he's he like does that yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. and so it's not anything wrong with him. There, like it, it, there has to be like an extracurricular pursuance that just isn't happening. Mm-hmm. You know, that we don't have to fight for necessarily with the other necessarily with the other kids, mm-hmm. and it's like we have to take that time. <sighs> and it's like we're, yeah. Never mind. I won't say it out loud. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot. Yeah. Right now. And so. So pray for us, y'all. We just got to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. It's time for words of affirmation. Yeah. Words of affirmation. You want to tell them? Words of affirmation is an opportunity for you to guys to kind of connect with us and just um, encourage us in this recording of the podcast. Sometimes it's hard to get to where we are right now in this moment in time. And so when we get to hear from you guys and why you like to listen and what you're getting from our conversations, it really helps us to should we close this window? I think we're fine. There there there's a little bit of background noise you guys might hear and that's okay. Okay. Because it's hot in here. Okay. Um we could bring that fan in. Okay, Uh, yeah, so it's just an opportunity for you guys to kind of encourage us and let us know why you're listening. And it kind of helps also to inform the types of conversations that we have and continue to have. Mm -hmm. And so we just appreciate you guys doing that. You can send us words of affirmation um, via a voicemail on the Anchor app, or you can ting it. Guys, I'm so sorry that I lack preparation. Um, But you can also send us a voicemail to our Google Voice mail which is oh my goodness i'm not editing any of this our google voicemail is 760-335-6643 again that's 760-335-6643 you can call that number and leave us a voicemail and tell us um some words of affirmation yep or you can also send us a dm on instagram where you can record a voice memo there so sorry for all this fumbling over my words all right and now here are the words of affirmation Peace and love, Yvette and Gwen. Peace and love, Yvette and Gwen. My first message was too long, so I'm going to try and shorten it. But I just wanted to tell you how incredible this podcast is. Um, My name is Saskia. I'm coming from Australia. And I've been following your family for years and years. And I listen to this now podcast every single day. And it's really getting me through right now. 
stop to the beach, y'all. If you don't stop, a freak freak, y'all. If you don't stop to the beach, y'all. If you don't stop. When I hear you speak so honestly and vulnerably about your marriage, your relationship, your parenting, your kids, it's just so inspiring and it makes me feel like I can get through this and that you know, I have hope for, for a better future and just to work on myself and who I am. And I just wanted to send you guys some love and tell you that you're doing an amazing job and just please keep doing what you do. I just, every day you just bestow gems. So thank you. All right, so we are back with uh, the podcast now. Thank you for those words of affirmation, but we have yes, big news. You. We have our first sponsor this week. Oh, shoot. Yes. Okay, so we want to shout out uh, the Bible study, which are uh, these cool books right here. We're going to play a little promotion right now. Um, and so shout out to uh, Zach Wendell for sending us these uh, really, really, really dope Bible study books. Um, and so check out this promotion. Hey guys, Belief here from Belief in Fatherhood and How Married Are You? And I know you're sitting here like, what is happening to my podcast? But I want to let you know that we finally have our first sponsors for the How Married Are You podcast. And this episode is brought to you by The Bible Study, the easy way to study the word. Grow deeper in your faith and experience God using the Bible study by Zach Wendall. I met Zach Wendall a few months back. We sat down over breakfast and he told me all about how the Bible study was transforming the lives of people who wanted to know more about God and the word of God. Finally, you can study the Bible without feeling overwhelmed. What's included? A daily and weekly guide that walks you through the word, growing you as a Christian and transforming your heart and mind in the process. Also, in-depth questions that help you strengthen your relationship with God, yourself and others. Colorful and engaging pages to draw you in and create excitement for studying the Bible and connecting with God. Now, this is all hearsay for me because I actually gave my only copy away to a friend of ours, but I'm ordering another one today, getting 10% off using the coupon code HMAY for How Married Are You? That's HMAY. All right. Yes. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and tell them what topic we're going to be talking about today. So today we're going to be diving into the topic of black love. I feel like a lot of times we get mess DMs, we get comments, we get people kind of like, what's up with this whole hashtag black love situation? And so um, we kind of wanted to just talk about it openly so that a lot of times maybe when people hit us up again, we can just send them the link to this video or this conversation. Yeah. And and also, uh, speaking of black love, um, a super... Um, I feel like black love brand that we mm. have worked with in the past and that we are working with now that you are working with now mm -hmm. is uh, the rap life. Yes. Um, the rap dot life. If you guys ever see Yvette in those beautiful head wraps, you can check out uh, the rap dot life and use her uh, code, which is Mrs. Melanin. M R S M E L A N I N. Yep. I will leave it in the show notes as well. Yeah. So you can get 10% off any rap. Mm -hmm. um and so yeah we really love working with them they're a beautiful brand they have amazing um like these uh silk and cloth wraps all types of different i don't I even know the fabric <laughs> yeah. i don't even know the fabrics to be real real life uh, but make sure you check check out uh yes, rap.life and use mrs melanin for your uh coupon code but anyway black love yes you want to start it off or you should i i was thinking that i feel like you have more of the historical um the historical context of it. 
mm-hmm. like the history of like back in the day in slavery and all of that. And I feel like you should kind of start there. Well, let's let's talk about why we're actually doing this. So, like Yvette said, we get DMs, we get people commenting in there asking. Even family. Even family. You know, people ask us, um, you know, what's the difference between black love and regular love? Or why isn't it everybody love? Why is it just black love? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and before I get into the historical thing, I just kind of want to, like, talk my talk. You talk your talk, bro. All right, so this is going to be a little... Uh aggressive okay um so to our you know people of non-black descent um mostly the people of anglo-saxon descent um when you when but there are some people of color i've gotten people as people of color for sure but mostly it's like christian christian non-black people asking why do we celebrate or why do we exclude other races Mm -hmm. and it's just this thing about like um some people who don't really understand they they would uh they would feel excluded and it has nothing to do with excluding anything you Mm -hmm. know what i mean uh but it's just more celebratory you know thing where um um i feel like how can i say this in a very polite way (laughs) or should i even try to be polite Maybe not. Maybe it's not a place to be politically correct. Yeah, I think I think this is you know basically what I'm saying is like I feel like for the first for the first time in history, like white people are feeling how we have felt for the majority of our lives, where we don't actually feel included in anything, but we have accepted your culture as a part of our culture. You know what I mean? But so when we talk about black love it feels like we're excluding you and really it has nothing to do with you it's just about celebrating us so when you guys celebrate saint patrick's day Mm. you know what i'm saying like that is a very like white holiday you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that is supposed to be like a religious day but it's a it's a white holiday and we realize all white people aren't irish right 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 i'm sorry (laughs) so forgive me forgive me there let me just um but just i'm just saying like it's something that like we have brought that into our culture when we, you know, when we celebrate, you know, Veterans Day or President's Day or, w- or whatever, whatever, cel- whatever thing it is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we're celebrating it as an American culture, but not so much from a black perspective. So um, the the problem is like historically, you know, what, what has happened is that um, in order to, you know, break down the mental, the, the mind of a, of a, of someone you're trying to enslave, you had to. Uh, basically lied to them you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and basically deconstruct uh the systems that were keeping everything healthy like uh family is a system you know family is a system um there's a couple get married you know what i'm saying like it's this whole like order and um this structure um and so you know what the slave owners or i don't know the people who enslaved black uh, you know um African-American, African people, they would um, sell off the husband, the father of the home, and they would rape the mother. And they would, they would go through this like repeatedly. And so they would break the home apart. They would sell off the kids. And so you, 
the the, the African American home was always something that was under attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when um, you see like you know, uh, they, so they were rape. They were rape black women. They would sell off and and kill uh, black men. They would sell off children. And I feel like since even slavery, you know, times, we have been like, kind of like fed this idea that the man that the black man would leave mm. by 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 his choice mm-hmm. that he would leave their his family, and that the the mother the woman is this woman who was would loosely give herself to anybody else who who was who was promiscuous and wasn't um you know sacred um and so like i feel like these are like symptoms of slavery when we like you see a a young black man look down on dating a young black woman because Mm -hmm she's too dark or something yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and it's like you you may not know this if you're outside the culture but you know we've been getting taught slavery 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 since we were in middle school you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so the results of slavery is that they would make you feel like your people are slaves and actually we don't come from slavery like we come from africa where we we're, we're farmers and librarians and you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we had regular jobs and live regular lives. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't always slaves mm-hmm. and they would make you believe that. Um, uh, also like, so it's the de- deconstruction of the black family, um, which is, you know, the ramifications of, of slavery. Um, it's the, 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 the media's definition of beauty, uh, which is like, you know, um, it was just like this one thing on like it went viral on social. It was like this this image of this woman. And she's uh, I think she I think it was the like the Princess Catherine or whoever. Oh, um, whoever, yes. whoever the princess is over there in London. <laughs> uh, shout out to all my Forgive people in the us UK. For not being- I'm not supposed to know. That's not my culture. <laughs> um, but like. Yeah, like whoever that woman is, it was like, oh my gosh, she's the most beautiful woman in the world, and mm-hmm. she's the most, she has the most perfect face, and she's rated the number one beautiful woman. It's like, and like, yo, none of the world, like the you guys, like white people, are a minority as far as the world is concerned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, for this person to be considered the, you know, the most beautiful person in the world, like, how could you even say that with not even like giving? you know, like nods to all the black and brown people who exist. And and it was another co-worker of the, this, the newscaster who was saying this. He was like, man, what are you talking about? Like his face, his just said it all over his face. Mm-hmm. And so the media would promote this image of beauty that lacks color, that lacks melanin altogether. And so you have all these different things, you know what I mean? Like when you, when historically, when you turn on the TV, like what is promoted on TV, who are our favorite movie stars? Yeah. What did we grow up watching? Um, you know, anywhere from Jean-Claude Van Damme, from Steven Seagal, like, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. th- these were the action heroes, Sylvester Stallone, like, you know, we had, you know, you know, Rocky, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we had, like, Wesley Snipes was the man forever. You know what I mean? Denzel and Washington. Denzel Washington. Like, these were our, like, two black guys in, you know, Morgan Freeman, Sidney Portier, but, like, mostly it was all 
white images. And so and I feel like a lot of times when um, when you would see a black man on the television screen in a marriage relationship or even a dating relationship, he was very rarely um, with a black woman. Like it was always he was in a relationship with a white woman or someone who just was non-black, you know, Mm -hmm. and so that to that speaks volumes to someone who is a black woman or a black girl growing up it's like man i don't know it just kind of was like black men don't date black women or something yeah or it's like this it's so it's so minor like you just barely ever see it mm-hmm. you rarely see it and so like that's you know we had things like bt which was like oh this yeah. is us, you know what I mean? But then that wasn't even, to me, like a really good representation it wasn't. of who we were. It wasn't. So, like, now, like, the reason why, like, all these things are, like, you know, symptoms of an issue. And so now, when we see each other loving each other, yeah. it brings, like, this warmth to us that oh we gosh. haven't got to see in forever. Such a warmth. Yeah. I was even talking to... um Janice today and I was like man because I was looking just on my suggested you know on Instagram how I had suggested and I would just see like black couples on there and I'm like oh I don't know why this just makes me feel so happy I don't know these people but I love yeah. seeing them yeah yeah and and so I want you to kind of go in and like you know your thoughts because it's I'm always talking I don't know I just feel like um okay so I don't know if my you best my phone if my um so, okay, this is just my experience. This is my truth. And I hope that the person that I'm talking about doesn't get offended. They probably don't even listen to the podcast. But um, I... I know who it is. Um, there was a point, and this is no longer the case, but there was a point when he just wouldn't even mess with black women. And as like a black woman, I'm like, what the heck is, what's that about? And he's like... And he just kind of had this thing about what kind of women black women were. And I just was really offended. And then he would say things like, well, if I met someone like you, then of course I would, you know, date them. And so it's just hearing like hearing a black man or black boy at that point, um, like discount a whole gender of women a whole, I'm sorry, not a whole gender, <laughs> a whole race of women, women was just so heartbreaking, you know? And so um, I really, I don't know. It just, to know that that was a thing was, it hurt my heart. And I don't, I want to, I think I want to talk about too, the fact that like, just because, and I think we've kind of talked about this before, but just because like I had a preference for a black man doesn't mean that I wouldn't have been open to dating someone of another race, like letting, allowing love to do its thing. It's not necessarily um, closing the door on the opportunity to love someone, Yeah. but it is, it is just a celebration of culture or um, I don't know too, because for me, I think it's also an element of comfortability where I knew that a black man would understand like what it meant to wrap my hair up at night or um, like, you know, the importance of wrapping (laughs) your hair up at night. And you didn't, there's just some things that I wouldn't have to explain. 
And maybe that's laziness, but it is a reason why I chose to be in a relationship with a black man. Really? Not just that reason, but the the fact that you understand a lot of things. Like, okay, have you seen the movie? Um, oh, that's probably not a good movie. <laughs> Okay. Something new Mm-mm. with Sinilathon. Lathan. gracious. You never seen that movie? Absolutely not. So she's she's having like she wanted to date or marry a black man, mm-hmm. but she ended up falling for a white man. Yeah. And so um she like every so they're in at a point in the movie, like the things didn't work out with a white man. And so she ended up with like the black man, like the ideal businessman he makes a lot of money he pays his bill he has a car he has a home whatever and so there was one scene in the movie where they're sitting at the um table like for dinner or whatever and they're talking about the whole black tax thing and so that's just something that they both understood um with each other that she she may not have had that same understanding experience with the white man Mm. like to know that sometimes people are going to look at you and think something of you automatically. And I know that's true with everybody. Like we all make assumptions about people, but the kinds of assumptions that are made about black people versus others is kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like this, like you grew up in, in a neighborhood that, you know, you know, maybe have had a lot of issues and problems, you know what I'm saying? So the representation you see is, is very, few and far between like what you hope for your goals a few and far between like me right um i lived in like you know section eight housing apartments um there was one mother and father who lived together mm-hmm. in like probably in like out of like five buildings mm-hmm. that mother and father was sydney's parents mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so they were broke, beyond broke. You know what I mean? So this was the only idea I had like had saw like, okay, that is possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like close to me. And then I saw another one, but it was few and far between. The regular day to day was like mom living in this place or not, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, or grandma living with a bunch of people. It, was, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a different, it was different. And mm-hmm. so for me, um, I feel like once I started to see it celebrated, it was like, see, y'all lied to me. I knew it was real. It was like it was like hearing a fairy tale or seeing like, you know, hearing about, uh, you know, uh, Martin and Coretta. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or seeing like, uh, you know, definitely bad example, but like, you know, uh, Bill and Claire Huxtable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv. Like you see these images and you're like. Where is my freaking Aunt Viv? Like, where is where is my Claire Huxtable? Like, where is she at now? I need to know that this exists out here for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see it lived out so much on social, you celebrate it. Yeah. So the hashtag is like, thank you. Like, thank you for, like, not being scared to, like, you know, love you love like for for showing me that i i'm out here you know what i'm saying and it's no disrespect to anybody else and i hate that and that's why i posted that thing uh the other day um basically i said someone dm me asking what's the difference between black love and regular love at first i was irritated because 
I get these questions all the time and I can go on and on about the ramifications of slavery or the device to deconstruct the black family or even to perpetuate or even the perpetuation of what media defines as beauty. But it really doesn't have to be explained. It's not my responsibility to explain something special. And this is the something special that we are explaining today. It's like this is very valuable for other young black people who don't see, you know, like our kids aren't going to see a lot of black on black love. Yeah. In, in, in like physical form. Yeah. We're probably going to be one of two, three, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, just because of where we at, where, where we're located, you know, our environment. Which is why it's important. And like black love, that's another thing I kind of wanted to, um, but before I do that, I was looking for the comment that really made me want to talk about uh, black love. But this person said, what if white people emphasize their whiteness like this and became exclusive? They would definitely be called racist and it would bother a lot of people. And you've guys done it for years. Yeah. But my thing is, it's not something that's exclusive. Right. Like it, it, it is exclusive. It's not exclude. It's, it's not, not excluding. excluding. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it, this, the hashtag black love is not necessarily something where we're saying you can't have any of this because for me, black love, like I could, if a white person um, said like posted something and they said, hashtag black love, like for me, black love is not just about you and I. But they being said hashtag interview. white love. You mean? No, no, no. Listen. So for right, for example, like I feel like our children right now, are learning to really love the skin that they're in and so like for me black love isn't just exclusive to you and i being a black on black couple i know that that's a lot of the connotation that is associated with black love but black love is also just loving the skin that you're in Mm -hmm. that is black and a lot of times people don't like I feel like we haven't necessarily been conditioned to love the skin that we're in. Yeah. And so hashtag black love is about loving, like just taking pride in that. And so when I say like that, I'm just looking at my kids like the yesterday I um, washed Anaya's hair and blow dried it. Right. And OK, by all, you know, just it didn't look that great when after it was blown dry but she saw herself in the mirror and she was just feeling herself Mm -hmm. y'all but it was a beautiful thing like and i feel like our boys are now starting to have because there was one point when raya would be like i don't like my skin yeah and a lot of that was because all of their friends y'all like literally our closest friends are mostly interracial or non-black families And so our kids are literally the darkest of them. And so I feel like sometimes they are like, why do we look different than everyone else? Because it's not necessarily isolated to a family, but it's multiple families that we're associated with and they all look similar. They're all mixed or non-black. And so our kids, at one point, I feel like we're starting to wonder like, what is going on? Why do we look different from all the rest of the kids? And so now it's becoming a thing where they look at themselves in the mirror like tonight. So we're going to be taking pictures, family pictures soon. And um, they like got their clothes on because I was just trying out clothes and outfits and seeing how they look together. And they would just go stand in the mirror and just look. They were feeling themselves. And it was just a beautiful thing. And so 
I guess the black on black love is something where it's like, okay, we're producing more chocolate people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And we and, and like it's okay to love yourself. Yeah. Like the fact like the thing is like the that whole like what if white people said this? Like you guys don't have to say it mm -hmm. to act like it. Mm -hmm. Like everything that you promote is mostly about yourself you guys just haven't had to care about it until very recently mm -hmm. you haven't had to like like realize that oh shoot like other people matter mm -hmm. until like it's been like blasting on social media when mm -hmm. someone does something kind of racist mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so like it doesn't matter how you feel in this context mm -hmm. if you're gonna go ahead and promote white love then do that i don't care i'm too focused on black love <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we care about yeah. Like, not that we don't care about anybody else, but what we're going to celebrate at this point is like, yo, like we're going to celebrate this. This is a beautiful thing that we can see ourselves elsewhere, mm -hmm. you know, because it's, su it's such a rare thing. And I don't, it doesn't like, you don't have to worry about it if you're not us, you know what I'm saying? Very true. Um, and it, you know, sometimes people would just want to feel like they're a part and it's like, yeah, don't be nosy. Like, it's okay for you to mind your business. Mm. It's very much okay for you to just be like, man, I'm not a part of that, but that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, when I hang out with, um, when I went to London, I hung out with a lot of my uh, my friends who are Muslim. They, like, they're, like, I love the way they love each other and the way they, like, they just have so much fun and joy and they sing songs. It's just mm. like joy, you know what mm. I mean? And I just love it. Now, I'm not over there trying to know the songs and be like, yeah, me too, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, can a Christian brother get a part of this? Like, nah, mind your business. Mm. Like, but like, I celebrate that. Yeah. You know, um, you, you celebrate things that you're not a part of. And that is okay for you to do. You do not have to be a part of everything. Mm. And, and sometimes, man, I just feel like, like, you know, Christians make, try to make you feel guilty yeah. for not like, for like for like loving your race very true because i do feel like it is a lot of believers that are like well we all love we're jesus. all a part of one jesus family love. yeah you weren't saying that when your your great-grandparents was freaking slate enslaving us Babe, well technically they weren't alive during that time well you, you ain't saying it now <laughs> hello somebody come on now like yeah like you know uh, what i mean like let, let, i'm just saying like it's okay for you not to be a part of this, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not gonna sit up here and care that you're offended. Mm. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You're upset and Hashtag that's okay. no apologies. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. You know, we're not apologizing for loving ourselves and, and being excited to see another black couple doing well, doing winning well, and working yeah. through their issues yeah. and, because it just was something we did not see. Yeah. I mean, you may have seen it. But the thing is too, like, I'm not even gonna front. I didn't know how valuable or important it was until belief in fatherhood. Mm. Like I didn't realize what an, um, what a unicorn, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? That's it. Yeah. Like how much of a unicorn black love was because it is something that I saw in its rare form, like in its, you know, whatever form it was in. But I didn't realize the need for our community of black people to be able to see um, a husband and wife who are both black doing well and know that it's a possibility. 
like or even I, doing bad well yeah yeah you know yeah what do you say the proof not the example yeah we are the proof not the example we're not trying to be like this like hey do it like us we're just saying we could do it like this you could do it like <laughs> yeah but you could do it you but know what i mean because be yeah because we're doing it mm -hmm. um and that was really the the defining factor with belief in fatherhood because it was like yo when i grew when i was growing up anytime one of my friends was about to have a baby right mm. super young it mm. was like dang you about to have a kid and you're going your life is over mm -hmm. your whole life is over why are you having a kid that doesn't make any sense sucks for you man i hope i don't get nobody pregnant like that was my whole like i really thought that and really believed that mm. until i had kids and i was like this is actually fire and i haven't felt alive since like like before that i didn't really understand what life was mm. until i had a kid and so the lack like i know if i felt like that and all my friends and i were having the same conversations it's like nah you really can be a dad Mm -hmm. And like representation is super important. So I was basically banking on the fact that other people grew up like me and didn't see it. And, you know, my mom always tells that story of how I I've always wanted to be a teacher. And there was one point when I came home and I was like, Mom, I don't think I can be a teacher because I had never had a black teacher. Yeah. And so I never thought that I was like, oh, I guess we just don't do that. And so representation is very important because it does give hope and it gives like i don't know it's just hopeful it provides hope yeah we're hope dealers no okay what i don't know that ain't nothing about our brand who told you that <laughs> I don't know. where'd you get that from i heard it somewhere i don't know where i heard it somebody in the comment section tell me where i heard that because i think it's in a movie anyway i want to know i want all the people who are offended or whatever i want you guys to come out of the woodworks in the comment section yeah. on youtube and just and or even on Instagram, let us know how you feel. Like, not, I mean, to be honest, I really don't care, but I care for your heart in helping you, like, mind your business through this. Like, I feel like it's part of my responsibility to, like, my friends to help them understand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, other people, I'm not really concerned, you know, tripping about. But I know there are some people who really care about us who are kind of like, oh, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Um, and I don't get mad locked. You know what I'm saying? I don't get mash. I don't get um <laughs> What? I was like, what is murder, Matlock? Murder she wrote. Like Why are you talking about these movies? Because shows? these like m these shows like they were like the shows that were always on TV. Yeah. I don't I don't get Gerardo. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff I don't get. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I want to know your questions. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your feels um about this. And as a matter of fact, maybe even next episode we'll talk about this a little bit deeper. Go ahead and call in on the number we talked about before mm -hmm. and um or leave a voice voice memo in the uh, dms dms or anchor app yeah anchor app or whatever babe how married are you babe i'm so married y'all the other day i walked into the kitchen and glenn was making the kids fries and he was putting them into two different pans and i was like why are you doing that why are you dirtying, dirtying up dishes that don't need to be dirtied up? And he said, I'll wash them. Well, I get to the sink. Can I wash them? still there. <laughs> When's the last time you washed dishes, babe? Like, come on. Did you wash them? Babe, cut out. You be trying to play me like I don't be out It's here. not that you don't wash dishes at all. I'm just saying, like, you know you didn't wash them. And so I don't remember. I almost in my head, I was like, I should make this man wash these dishes. But I didn't make him wash the dishes. I washed those dishes and they are now clean. 
Put My away. gosh, you be trying to play me on here. No, it, no, because you be acting like you be like no, 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 because you be like, babe, I'm really proud of you for persevering, putting the kid to sleep. It's like I can do that. <laughs> I know how to do that. It's just easier if you do it. So you do it, but I can do it. Ugh. She be trying to treat me. She be acting like I'm like one of them. Um, yeah, you be trying to Homer Simpson me. Yeah, I don't like it. I do not do you that. You did wash the dish, even though I, I, I said I was going to. Rather than ha leave them there for you to wash. Mm -hmm. That's That was nice. That was very nice. <laughs> Your face says it all. Mm -hmm. How married are you? I'm so married that you mm. yeah, <laughs> gave me false information and made me leave the office. Oh, my God earlier than I should have left it and I just went ahead and left the office and did what I had to do and I was very upset even though you were having a rough time um y'all sometimes I'll be I'm so married that I, I'll be answering <laughs> the phone while I'm at the office because sometimes I'll be like I'm not I should answer that that ain't serious but you call no not you Siri <laughs> No, wait, I have to say something about that because oh. that's another how married I am. I'm so married that, so that did happen. It was a miscommunication between me and someone else that led me to call him. But then when I realized that was miscommunication, I had her call him back and say, You should have called. I couldn't find my phone oh. and I knew I should have called you as quickly as possible. Anyways, then I end up talking to him on the phone when I'm supposed to be on my way to my scheduled me time that I lost an hour of because of whatever. And then he like cops an attitude about how frustrated he is not knowing what I had just gone through. And I didn't even like flip out on him. Mm -hmm. And I know he went he probably that's how married he is, too, because he I wanted didn't, to flip out he on wanted you. to flip out on me, too. But it's kind of, I feel like it speaks volumes to just how, like, sometimes in marriage, and I am I know I'm going on a trail, but I just had tried to encourage um, a, a friend because she was sharing with me some things about, she was sharing in a text about um, some things that were going on in her marriage and how she needed prayer. And then she, like, came back and she was like, and I don't want you to think that my husband is such and such and such and such. And I was like, no, I don't think that at all because I understand that in marriage, like we're both carrying our own burdens that the other person doesn't know is not necessarily aware of and how that, like how we carry them or how we're dealing with them is not the same as how the other person is carrying or dealing with them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's good work. And so I feel like in that situation, when I, when you were frustrated, when you expressed frustration, I was like, I get it. And I didn't necessarily like go in and say, well, I just blah, 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 blah. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't necessary. Cause I knew you were frustrated. I knew you would have been frustrated, but um, anyways, and that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are. Stay black. <laughs> <laughs>